episode. <laughs> yes, episode 7-2, Electric Boogaloo. That is not the name of tonight's episode, but we can go with that. That can be our working title. Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 4, Episode 8. My name is Crash. I'll be your DM this evening. Tonight, I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Beth, Ellie, Eo, and Jen. And what happened over a month ago? Mm. I genuinely don't remember. We were not method methods, <laughs> right? We fought methods. Murder. We fought methods. Mm-hmm. We we encountered a. Uh, we did. Right, who was talking about fireball? Well, it, it was a type of fireball, and but it was a ball of fire that was thrown like a bolt. Hmm. It it worked. Some people sort of. have interesting definitions. Yeah, there was fire. Fire happened. But, some people are self-taught. Some people are senile. <laughs> Sometimes that Venn diagram is a circle. <laughs> but, you know, helpful. And at the end of it, um, a particular kobold, who will not be named, but perhaps resembles a one Deza, um, offered to buy the old man breakfast. Oh, and for the record, Navix is still a giant cat. Yes, that I remember. I'm, st- I'm still in my links form. Yes. <laughs> you you look. You are not the missing links. No, no, he's right there. <laughs> That's going to be an out of context quote. I know it will be. And if I, I hide my tail inside my robe, I could pretend to be a very skinny dragonborn. Point of order: You haven't seen any dragonborn on this planet yet. I was about to wonder that. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe they all live in the city. You haven't been in the city yet. We have seen one group that appeared to be very, that appeared to be fairly small, and all mammals. Yes. Well, you could have seen more, but you decided you were going to head off in a different direction. As soon as I had finished planning out the campaign for the next several sessions, um, you said, "Hey, Crash, take all of your notes." Uh-huh. And you see that fire over there. Don't mind about who started it. It may or may not have been Navix, <laughs> but that's irrelevant right now. Yes, there's some skeletons in there that weren't skeletons before. Don't worry about that. Just take all your notes, put them on the fire. <laughs> and don't worry about that bag that's still moving that Navix is also putting on the fire. Ignore that. I'm, I'm just clarifying. This is the man that Green let my murder hobo. He knew that yes. was coming, and he allowed it. So Do you hear me complaining about it? These aren't complaints. This is normal. This is, I, I enjoy this because I got to skip ahead to the next thing. Um, and, and I'm sure that there was no plot development that needed to happen in the last village. I, I'm sure that was not... The one we didn't go to. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's still there. We can always go back. Oh, yeah, it sure. It, it, it's like when, when you're going for the lore master achievement. You can always go back and do those low-level quests. I'm sure they won't level up. I'm pretty sure that same group <laughs> of bandits that's level one that's attacking the town is still going to be level one, and the the villagers are still going to be cowering in fear, but not murdered by the bandits. They scale up to 50 now. <laughs> and a good time was had by the bandits. <laughs> All right. So, uh, who are you again? My name is Sori. I am Longcap. I'm Utashi. The cat girls. Nice to meet you, Navix. So... You're Navix and Long Navix and Short Navix and Navix with three syllables. Um, <laughs> and 
Deva. Now we're just gonna, now we're just gonna like shrug his shoulders. Yeah, it's a bit right. Yeah. <laughs> well, as, as a cat, of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry is doing this sort of anime thing where you have the straight line and the eyes that go, you know, loop down and the dot, dot, dot above her head. <laughs> Processing. That's any trick. <laughs> How do you do that? Practice. <laughs> already. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was taking a draw when you said that. It choked me. <laughs> so, uh, about that breakfast, I think I know a place that is uh, technically... Outside the city walls, so we don't have to go past the guards to get to it. That sounds good. Yeah, because I don't want to have to explain um, a bunch of alligators and a cat. Uh-huh. I'm cool with it. I love talking to animals, but uh, they, they might have some questions. <sighs> do not breathe fire on the old guy. Do not breathe fire on the old mammal. Do not hmm? breathe fire. Oh my god, Ellen, that is so accurate. <laughs> So Sori is essentially a Lalafell wearing a hoodie with ears. Sori <laughs> is a very specific Lalafell. <laughs> Except she does she doesn't have the ears on the hoodie. She has a, a tail tied onto the back. It has a reptile face. Right. So off we go. By the way, I, I don't think I told you my name. I'm Ebenezer. That's a nice name. I thought it was. Right. Off we go. Okay. Ebenezer starts walking off in a direction away from the town. I will follow. Mm-hmm. They said it is was outside of the town. How far outside of the town is it? Sorry is going to ask. Well, um, I just rolled and he failed his deck saving throw and has just fallen into the ditch alongside the road. So he oh, didn't no. go very far. Mm. Um, Who put this pothole here? Can I chop my mold to earth to raise up the... Easily. Easily. I won't require any rolls for that. So suddenly he's upright again, standing... The the second he fell, Navix just sat down in cat form and just just face-palmed while snickering into his cat hands. (laughs) Okay. Um, For that, he's going to require a roll. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm rolling for something else here. Okay, so in making him go upright again, he spins, and I just rolled r- to see what direction he's going in. Congratulations, you have him facing the correct way. He starts walking towards the town. <sighs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> so, I think you're going to like really this place. He really does remind me of old Cap. It's fairly new. I, I was there... When they were first building it, nice little place, got a little cafe, great coffee. I believe the the coffee brand is, uh, it's a weird name. It's called Death Warmed Over. Odd nice. name, but whatever. Keeps you up. Player approves. By the way, he's maintaining speak with animals for as long as he can, so anything Navik says, he will hear. No, that's fine, that's fine. Yes. Uh, I I can only I can only wild shape for an hour at the minute, so this you need to tell me when that hour is up. I will do so. Um, I want this hour to go for a bit longer <laughs> because shenanigans can ensue. Um, all right, so it's not shape. it's not long before you start seeing houses. Imagine, if you will, there are air quotes when I say houses. Uh, towards the outer edges, they are very ramshackle. 
and it's possible that some of them skipped on the rams and or the shackles when building them. Concerning. But as you get closer and closer to the walls, a couple things take place. Even though it is early morning and the sun is rising, it's getting more and more difficult to see. There is a layer of smog that one would describe as unhealthy, but that would be understating its potential effects on, you know, biological lungs. So, uh, yeah, this is a... This is a bit of a problem. I've been trying to find a solution for this for, uh, a while? Is it flammable? Oh, I wish. Uh, I mean, it's from stuff that was flammable. This is the stuff left over that didn't burn. Oh. Which was Sorry's head. Sorry's pulling Mm -hmm. her collar up to cover her muzzle. And that was bad enough, but recently those methods have started just appearing out of it. Like it condenses into them. Hmm. I would like to make an Arcana roll. Ew. Sure. And no, Ellie, Ebenezer is not Don Knotts in character. <laughs> um, he's not as elegant and suave as Don Knotts. 22. Is that a thing methods do when there is a, a lot of the thing that causes methods? Or does that mean that magical waste is being burned? By your experience, usually, like, it can happen. If you have enough concentration of an element, methods will spawn. But usually that's because there's something, some residue that's nearby that they're feeding off of. It's much more likely if there is something inherently magic that is being combined with the elements that are forming the methods. Which in this case is smog. Hmm. Has anybody tried pouring water on it? I mean, it rains pretty frequently, but without the factory shutting down, just more of it comes out. Oh. Right, here we are. And you are in front of a store that you may remember just a little while ago. He said it was a new place that just opened the last time he was here. It does not look new. It looks run down. It looks like it has been here for a very long time. Hmm. But the he sign out front. Going to challenge. Well, the, the windows are very um, grimy. It's hard to see inside. Although there are actually windows. There's bars on the windows, but there are actual windows, which makes it better than a lot of the other buildings in the area. Um, and the sign out front says Maury's Mementos and Cafe. Oh! This is a necromancer bar, I can tell already. Oh. Then we are in the correct place. <laughs> what are the likelihoods of this place... Well, actually, these guys speak with animals up. Uh, what are the likelihoods of this place letting a cat in? If anyone asks, you're my service animal. And we just oh, say that if, if anyone... I, I have very fragile nerves, being that I'm quite young and, and not used to the ways of the world. <laughs> so... If, if they start to antagonize me or upset me in any way, you provide a service, which is usually eating their face. How long is, how long is Wild Shape been up for? Um, about 50 minutes. 50 minutes. I drop Wild Shape and then Wild Shape again to just be a normal cat. You're <laughs> <laughs> blowing a Wild Shape on this. <laughs> yeah. I am here for this content. I would like to cast Prestidigitation to clean the windows. They 
sparkle. The cat will climb up onto the druid's shoulder and just kind of sit there. Now I will... Oh, that's a, this is fine. This is fine. Ooh, that's that's probably going to scar. Okay. All right. This is normal, I think. Now can we... Sorry. And then, the, the, then it'll just... Then the navits will just turn to the, to the druid. Move, milk. I don't really like your tone. No one does. By the way, um, when you clean the windows and they start to sparkle, for the briefest of moments, you can see inside this shop, which apparently is seeing sunlight for the first time in who knows how long. Um, a part of it has display racks with various um, amulets and gems and stuff. Might not be actual gems, might be glass. This part of town, you may have your doubts that the items that you see are actual real gemstones. But a significant portion of the shop is uh, round tables with chairs around them. And uh, the counter has a glass case, which has various foodstuffs. Also, there's a giant machine over to the side that is putting out what appears to be not smog, but steam. And as soon as you cast a spell and see all this, the windows start to grime up again almost instantly. Yikes! Oh, I suppose that saves me putting the dirt back if they want it back. Something put it back. All right. So, I think the smog is putting it back. It's method eggs. I really don't want to think of it like that on account of we're breathing it. Oh, yeah. Good point. I am, I am glad knowledge. <laughs> that I can hold my breath for 15 minutes at a time. And I am going to do so. I'm going to go breathe some coffee. And Ebenezer <laughs> opens the door and walks in. And there's a little bell that chimes as, as he goes in. Story follows. Longcap also follows. Mm-hmm. I'll just follow everybody else in. Okay. Yep. Um, there I, is... I, and then I'm going to shake the door so I can hear the bell again. <laughs> Navix has little to no intention of leaving this druid's shoulder until a, until a short rest has, has occurred. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're saying that after the hour of wild shape wears off, there will be a full-size kobold on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, when the wild shape's about to run out, I will I will step down. But until then, no. <laughs> you, you'll take the short rest on top of the shoulder. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so as you go in and the bell chimes and then chimes again and then mm-hmm. chimes again and then uh-huh. chimes again because, it's pretty. Some, because somebody has learned door opens... Chime, uh-huh. door closes. Chime, door opens. Chime. I'm here for this content. Also, <laughs> it's from Meepo's clan, you know? <laughs> They're all a little weird. Somewhere on another planet, three baby tieflings approve. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Um, a woman comes out from the back room. Um, she is wiping her hands with a cloth that is either gray because it was dyed that way or because of environment. Who knows? But the air is cleaner in here than it is outside. Um, Mom can't make the cloth be good. And um, to describe this person, they have black hair. They are incredibly skinny. Uh, they have what we in this modern era would refer to as a monitor tan. It's quite possible that even when they go outside, they don't get much sun. 
And combine that with the dark rings under their eyes from either being overworked or lack of sleep or a combination of those, your first impression is that they are, in fact, a walking skeleton. But no, there is flesh on those bones. There's just not much of it. Hello, and welcome to Maury's Mementos. What can I do? Okay. uh, We do have a policy on animals. I think they're supposed to be on leashes in the city. I do not need a leash. And I do not need a leash. I am not that young. And they're talking. Of course. Like actual words coming out of mouths. Uh And and the lips Uh moving to create the vowel sounds. Uh Uh Uh-huh. I can do math, too. She goes over and sits down. Oh, I think we freaked her out. Broke the mail. Right. I was here the other day. You had delicious coffee. I thought I'd get some more. Who are you? Uh, you know... Me? I came by the other day when you were building the shop. I helped with Move Earth to make your basement. I've been running this shop for a decade. Yeah, the other day. That certainly was an other day. It wasn't a today. Well, it was an other day, but not a recent other day. Maybe? Right. Okay. Uh, Well, you're my first customers this week, so what can I get you? We need to figure out if we can give an appropriate amount of equivalent exchange so that you do not get upset with us and make us wash all the dishes. She is asking if you take the currency that we have. Is it made of wood? Should it be? No. That is good because it is not. Is it made of various precious metals? Then that's good, presumably. Yes. Then we should be fine. That is good. We are from very far away. I imagine so. And she gets up, walks over to the machine that has steam coming out of it, um, grabs a bunch of mugs and starts filling them with coffee and bringing them over to each of you. Oh, coffee. Oh, and one for my... uh, Coffee! My ornamental companion here, who seems to be a growth now because they're not letting go of the shoulder. (laughs) Do you think it's wise... To give caffeine to a cat? Biologically, I think it kills them. It's like catnip, it's fine. Navix has his... <laughs> Maybe Navix will drink it or... <laughs> Navix will drink it later or not. He is a magical creature associated with spellcasting. <laughs> I say, I I would like to note that this (laughs) describes both familiars and well shapes. You're not technically lying. Yes. You are technically correct, which is the best form of correct. Yes. Yes. Um, The the person who apparently is named Mori um, blinks at you once and says... Okay, so he's a shapeshifted druid. I got it. And he comes over with another cup of coffee for the cat. Who is now doing that? (laughs) (laughs) A judgmental cat look. (laughs) Yes, actually. There is a familiar in the party, but it does not drink coffee. I imagine so, because of the skeleton. Correct. The coffee would fall out. It'd be hilarious for one brief moment, and then someone would have to get a mop. Um, and uh, by the way, um, uh-huh. young kitty, 
It's fine. I know you like murder. It's okay. A lot of my business revolves around death. You're good for business. So, who wants cupcakes? Oh, I have cupcakes. Do we have okay, money they're for actually cupcakes? muffins, but I call them cupcakes, and they close sound enough. Better. Close enough. There are a variety of um, baked goods. There, um, there is nothing that appears to be meat-based in the store, other than the people who are in it. Mm, okay. Well, most of the people, um, Tiny Cap is not, in fact, meat-based. <laughs> Smallest Cap. One mm, of those. Yeah. yeah. Not meat-based, just bone. S- somewhere on Circulus, Tiny Cap goes, Please stop confusing me for familiar. Just because <laughs> I'm short for my age. <laughs> we Cap looks over at Tiny Cap and says, you think you've got it bad? <laughs> this is why Sorry does not wish to be called We. We is somebody else. <laughs> or doesn't... <laughs> she no, 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 it's a We are somebody else. One with the force. Gross. Okay. Hear you whispering, crash. <laughs> that reminds me. Knock, knock. Who's there? Two. The immediate thought I have is to who, three, it takes three licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Two. To who? No, to whom? <laughs> I'm Do so I disappointed. To? So disappointed. I love all of you. I love you for the puns. I love you for the disappointment. <laughs> but what about the ocarina? Of time? No. We're moving no. forward. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the ocarina that I can make bard owl noises with. That's my next character. One of the owl people who's no. going to be a bard. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is fine. This is I'm not fine. fine. <laughs> I've been technically stalling to look at stats. Okay. Um, We're helping. Navix, you have a Mm -hmm. passive perception of 15. Correct. Which gives you the highest passive perception out of everyone in the party. Sure. Usually the case whenever I have a character in a campaign. Mm -hmm. I I had no idea this was going to happen. I like to see things. Uh, Yes, but based on our campaigns... It, many of your characters have regretted seeing things later on and gotten PTSD for it. Oh, right. So what, point. This, what this tells me is you enjoy creating characters that you love and then having horrible things happen to them. Yes. <laughs> Which is one of the tropes for good writing, but never mind about that, along with making villains who don't believe they're villains. So with your passive perception of 15, you are aware that there is one speck of color in... Um, Maury's ensemble and it's not her clothing it's barely her face because she's so pale there is a tattoo under her right eye it's a black stripe and below it is a red stripe and okay well that's a thing but then you realize that Ebenezer has a red stripe underneath his right eye no black stripe just a red stripe Uh, I say in cat to Ebenezer what's with the stripes under the eyes the what now the tattoos, the red stripe under your eyes and this lady's eyes. Oh, I got that a um, while back. Uh, everyone does it. 
If everyone jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? <clears throat> it's not so much that I did the thing, it was that the thing was done to me. Right, okay. Not from around here. Context, please. So, Maury, hearing this conversation, because it's a very small shop. Yes, but I'm also a cat. Yes, but Maury already knew you were a druid. <laughs> Somehow. And, and that a familiar was a skeleton. Yeah. Maury yeah. was apparently reading people's minds or something. And possibly, who knows. Or, or, or maybe... She's like Deadpool and just, you know, can step outside the fourth wall. wall and has seen all your character <laughs> sheets. Uh, that's why it's red. Haha. No, that's not true. Da, da, da. Yeah. Um, but she's hearing this one-sided conversation. Well, it's not one-sided. There's words coming from Ebenezer and meows and hisses <laughs> and perhaps more than one friendly bite. Oh, wait, no. Friendly is the wrong word. Um, exactly. <laughs> yes. Coming from the cat. But... One side of the conversation is being done in common. Let's put it that way. Okay. So I take it your friends don't know about the whole coming of age thing. Meow? No, we don't know the local custom. Ah, should have realized because none of you have any stripes. Well, okay, the cat does, but I imagine that goes away after the whole wild shape thing. Uh, so when we're around 10 years old, give or take because not every species ages the same way uh we get the first tattoo and it signifies where we're growing up uh mine is black because i was raised a xenolite um, when we get older we go on we call it the wandering and we visit a whole bunch of other places other cultures other towns stuff like that and eventually decide where we're going to settle. Most of us go back home. A few of us choose not to. And we get a second tattoo that says where we've decided to go. Uh, mine's red because I picked a city. And I didn't get one because I'm still wandering. I am in my prime. How old is this gentleman, does he seem? Um, if he told you he was 60, you would be certain he's lying. Oh. <laughs> he, is he looks... Like a stereotypical wizard, except scruffy or and druidier. It, so imagine, if you will, people. Merlin from the Disney movie, Sword in the Stone, only more decrepit and fewer so bats. Merlin from Disney, but if he were a hobo. Yes. Yes, that works. And also, unfortunately, no Hawaiian print shirts. Ah, okay. <laughs> I feel like I need to stress. We can this always try at, to fix it at this exact moment in time. <laughs> I'm not talking about future Ebenezer, but at this moment in time, he is not wearing a Hawaiian print shirt, even though he's technically still on vacation. Perhaps someday we will fix that. Why would you end an old man's vacation? How dare you? No, 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 no. The Hawaiian shirt part. Ah, okay. Only I, I think in this campaign setting, we'd have to call it um, a plantain print shirt. Yeah. Although plantain is based off of Florida. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure Florida has plenty of Hawaiian print shirts, even if they're, you know. I mean, Florida, Hawaii, they both have locals who hate tourists. It's <laughs> almost the same place. <laughs> yeah, so um, my dad wanted me to uh, follow in his footsteps and enter the priesthood. But you know me, I just loved the glamour of the city, so I decided I was going to be a business person, and yay. 
What do you sell besides wonderful muffins? They're not wonderful. They're the first muffins we've had for a while. And frankly, that makes them wonderful. <laughs> they're, they're the first baked goods you've had in a while that weren't preserved for an interstellar journey. Right. Exactly. And that journey took months, literally months. So these are the first fresh baked goods you've had in probably over a year. I mean, even if they were like seven-day-old baked goods, they are still fresh baked goods. And, you know, these are great. Seven-day-old French bread. <laughs> Especially with our crunchy teeth. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> well, yes, you have the right. Your, your teeth are like a serrated knife edges. So you can yes. get it. Works out just fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the crust only cuts your mouth up, mouth up worse than Captain Crunch. But never mind about that. <laughs> um, and I forgot the question. Oh, what, what uh, question was, was and what do you sell besides these wonderful okay. buffins? Oh, um, I sell experiences sort of well that's how i market it to people who come in and don't buy them uh but y you see the the amulets over there uh-huh well they're um they're not doing anything right now but uh let's say somebody loses someone special and uh, they're in mourning and want to hold on dearly to that person who is gone they're full of. Sorry. They're full of the memories of the dead. Or do Not they? Yet. Or do you put ghosts in them? Oh no, no that that would get me murdered. Uh, so I and th this is a bespoke thing, mind you. It has to be specific for the deceased and the person who is commissioning the work. I imbue the trinket, whatever it might be. Um, it's their own aesthetic tastes, and sometimes they bring their own items with the feeling that person remembers for their beloved from when they were alive. Oh, that is a fascinating application of necromantic theory. I thought so. It sounds pretty sweet. Does it make them happier? It tends to. I'm That's good then. Okay. Not happy enough for me to afford a place inside the walls, but happy enough that a few sales like that a year mean I don't starve to death. Is it better inside the walls? It depends on where you go. Most of the people who live out here live out here because they got, uh, well, their older relatives, rather, uh, got kicked out of being inside uh, when they built the factories. The sprawl is mostly all coal-burning plants these days. Does the person being remembered have to be dead? Technically, no. Hmm, okay. So you could use it for bad breakups, too. I'd, I'd prefer not to. Good idea. There's something that just, I don't know, it makes me squeamish to, to do stuff like that. It feels manipulative. Hmm, I think you're right. It doesn't really help if you don't have a memory anyway, right? Well, I have to draw upon the memories of the person who pays me, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's not actually... You said necromantic, but there's no actual necromancy involved. It's telepathy. And some arcana, yes. Hmm. Indeed. So I was mistaken in the school of magic being described. Nevertheless, if you wished to compare notes, I would offer this anyway. 
It's very kind. I, I was brought up with necromancy, so I didn't actually apply the practices to what I do. But you know, when you're raised the aesthetic, xenolites are necromancers. Well, kind of, sorta. We're not we're not like making armies and stuff, but um, that's right. You're not from around here. You're really not from around here. No. Um, when you're done with this world and ready for your great reward, Xenolites are the priests who send you on your way. We're the ones who do the funeral rituals. We're the ones who do all that kind of stuff. Well, Xenolite priests are. I just make tchotchkes. And... Just out of sheer curiosity, when people are done with this world and they have left, does this mean that anything they leave behind can be used by, like, descendants or something? Well, it depends on the culture. Um, most servients will have a, a will. Um, other places... Well, I'm just sort of wondering who gets the skeleton. Oh, um, we take care of that. Well, I don't. But the, the Xenolites take care of that. And then the skeleton probably does wonderful work on the walls and the, the and the roads and stuff. Give me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this perception or insight? Let's go with insight. Let's go with insight. Um, insight. And anyone's insight. allowed to roll for this. Let's see. What is the insight one? Then, if if I'm not. By the way, the target perception. number is 10. There's oh, a lot of... Oh, there's the insight. Not one. Na- Navik's that seems a, in character. So, so Navix the murder hobo is not going to realize this cultural faux pas. Mm. Um, I got a 15. So anyone who got <laughs> over 10. Mm-hmm. And we've got, some, we've got a combination of really good rolls and some not so good rolls. Yep. Look, Longcap isn't even clear on cobalt faux pas. True. Let's be quite honest. Navix really doesn't care. Yeah, Navix will go on insight because you have to be able to notice things to be able to gain insight. (laughs) You don't have material from the text to use to support your argument because you burned the text. And the teacher who gave me the text. What's that? And the teacher who gave me the text. I mean, the teacher had actually Probably. passed away several decades before, but you had a shovel and the know-how. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the sheer determination. Yes. Uh, you know, it's most DMs despise having a murder hobo in the party, but it's kind of refreshing to get all this, all these jokes out. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. Hey, I, um, I, will, I will quote you, Mr. DM. I provide a valuable service. Indeed you do. And my valuable service is letting you do this in my campaign, mm-hmm. in our campaign. Uh, so the expression on Maury's face is as if you had suggested the most profane, horrible thing you could possibly imagine. Blink? Blink? <laughs> no, no, we... Xenolites lay them to rest, return them to the earth from whence they came. Oh, or, depending That's... on the culture, you know, leave them out for the vultures. It, it depends on the individual societies and, and ha- what their rituals say should be done. We just, Xenolites are the ones who do that for the culture. Huh. And we make sure no one is raising armies of undead to do things because that's horrible. Oh, 
That's different style of necromancy than I had heard of frequently. Well, necromancy is the magic of death. And while that can be used for ill, any tool can be used properly or misused. It's just as effective in laying beings to rest that are being restless. All right. And it is offensive for undead to be created? There's, there is some creation of undead. You're familiar, for example, would draw a few stairs because of how long you've had it. Um, but anything sentient, when it passes on, we don't reuse the body. Let's put it that way. Um, you'll notice that I'm a vegetarian. That's not a xenolite tradition. Most of us enjoy meat, but I tend to pick up surface thoughts really easily. You may have Ooh. noticed. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's there are what some, that was about. Yeah, there's some people who can't eat an animal if they remember what it looked like when it was alive. I have trouble eating animals if I remember what they were thinking. Oh, that's wow. fair. Even if what they were thinking was fair. quack, quack. Quack, I'm going to bite this. Mm. Yes, well, the especially. Yeah, no. Cobalts do have a prohibition against eating anything that has talked. It would seem to be similar. Generally speaking. Uh huh. Some of us are less adherent. All eyes I immediately think- turn towards Navix. <laughs> well, except for Ebenezer, he's sipping his coffee. He can't be bothered. <laughs> the cat just meows. <sighs> so, what brings you here? I did. No, that's. Mm, we kind of did, though. I mean, we wouldn't know to go here. Yes, but what brought you to the place where you found them and then brought them here? We yes, are, that's that's half of the question. That's we are an exploratory mission that was stranded. Did you happen to see the shooting star a while back? We were what quite now? vigorously stranded. So remember what I said about thr- surface thoughts. Uh huh. I'm you sorry. I made you think about that again. Oh. Well, pretty useful for finding things out, huh? It's um. It has its benefits and drawbacks. Mm. Have you seen any others that kind of look like us? I can most emphatically say that I have not. Oh, okay. Unless you mean the little winged hard things flying around because they're, many of them are about your height, but that's mostly where the resemblance ends. Yeah, they're not the same as us. They're they were quite Cost. adamant that we were not methods. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how canon this is. <laughs> how I appreciate how canon this understatement is. Right. <laughs> Little did I know that was going to continue <laughs> on. <laughs> Three years from now, mm-hmm. there will be a Mephit encounter in a totally different campaign, and we're going to hear this exact conversation again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, I, and uh-huh. I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll just be a, a 
a continuum run of tropes. Chris's character will be eaten by something. <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate how Navix is trying to turn the tables there. I mean, briefly, but he went from being a lynx, which could do that very well, to a cat. Where only tiniest cap is in danger. No, that attitude. Please do not eat my Bites. familiar. I believe it would be dangerously indigestible. Well, they say inside each one of us there is a skeleton. Navix could just have two. <laughs> but also a lot of wires. At this point, I think metal fatigue is taking care of a lot of those wires. You don't want them poking around. Yeah. Any Trust place. me, the vet bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here to have breakfast. You've eaten breakfast. Right. Oh, we have. Uh, and hopefully we have paid for breakfast. Did we? What about breakfast? second breakfast? That's not a thing. We'll have to. I think that is a halfling tradition. But we're all holdings. Uh, Okay. And the clerics are especially holy. Meanwhile, a customer who had just walked into the store, who appears to be wearing a very lumpy trench coat, when when they hear, but we're, that's a halfling thing, but we're all holdings, <laughs> gets a little nervous and immediately walks back out again, except the bottom half turns to go back out and the top half stays facing the same way. <laughs> yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> None of my NPCs notice. <laughs> Crash, I'm sorry to interrupt, but could we take five? Certainly. We've been playing for close to an hour. Yeah. I was planning yeah. on taking a break soon anyway, so I'm going to hit the pause button. Uh. Okay, I have unpaused. Um, the world is a terrible polluted place in this campaign setting, but none of you are terrible geese until you use your next wild shape, in which case that might occur. Not with that attitude. Right. I already provided the opportunity for that to be a thing. <laughs> I opened the door for that and showed you where it is. There's a red carpet leading to it. Oh, never mind. Never mind. All right. But anyway, actually, why we're here is not just breakfast. Very nice, by the way. Thank you for that. Yeah, I remember someone asking if it have been paid for. Never mind about that. So the important thing is we're trying to do a thing about this pollution, which I think we can all agree is much more important than financial concerns. I Let's take out some money and make sure she has money. How much money do you take out? I am not sure how much money Sori has. I presume she has money. If she doesn't, I presume Longkep does for her. Every character starts with 10 gold, and I do not appear to have spent any of it. And you know what? I'm not sure that kobolds use money very frequently, so I don't think Longkep knows what breakfast costs. Longkep takes out a gold piece and holds it up and asks if this is the correct value of coin. How much could breakfast cost? One gold piece? <laughs> That's only if you're getting a banana. <laughs> Are they banana muffins? Some of them were. Yum. I'll get your change. <laughs> Breakfast for all of you costs a, a grand total of one silver. Change. Yay. Sparkly, shiny change. Yes. So you now have considerably larger number of coins. <laughs> We're winning. 
Yes. It's like that thing where you trade $1 for three quarters because three is a lot more than one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's oh, heavier. No. That means it's more valuable. Clearly. That's how it works. Or at least more satisfying. So if you want to do something about the pollution, uh, that'll be great. I'd love to be able to see out of my windows for more than two seconds at a time. Um, so you'd have to probably shut down the factories. Where are they? What are do they the factories make? What do they make? Pretty Aside much, from methods. Pretty much everything. Um, clothing. And when she says this, you're all very much aware that her clothing does not look very new or well-maintained. Building materials. You hear the distinct sound of a shingle falling off the roof and shattering on the cobblestones outside. High quality of any of this? Um, what if they lack in quality? They make up in volume. That does not seem efficient. And it appears to be extremely detrimental and also summoning methods. Right. That's why we got to stop them. And the way I see it, we got several plans we can do. One is a frontal assault. We raise Let us an not army. do that one. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Okay. We, it requires an army. I am an we, army. You are a very small army. We might need a bigger you one. You just heard meow. Yeah. Okay, so when when you hear the meow, Ebenezer gives um, Navix a pat on the head and says, Yes, we know you are a very fearsome, powerful army who has killed millions. We get that. However, we would need an army of armies for that. So, yeah, not the best route. Uh, plan two or B, depending on how we're numbering and or lettering this. I, I actually just use bullet points. We enchant all the workers so they're lazier. I found out that most of it's automated, so that doesn't work out. Um, so plan... So it's not even employing people? Well, there's a few people, but they just make sure things that break down get fixed again. Which happens frequently because some of the factories are making other factories. Why? Maybe we should just... Why why are they making other factories if they already have factories? Because they keep breaking down and they need more parts. Well, can't they just fix the ones that break down? Yes, with parts. But Uh, the parts are bad because they are assembled in the inefficient method-producing factories. Mm-hmm. And then it came to me in a vision. Okay, actually, it was probably a fever dream. But Don't where does those the mushrooms again come from? I assure you those mushrooms were fit for human consumption. Wait, what? And where do the, does the smog come from? What makes the smog? Um... You said it was burning. Mm-hmm. Coal? What's that? It's a rock that burns. Ooh, that'd be bad. Mm, can be. Imagine if just a whole lot of it, like stray fireball, boom, world blows up. It smolders. Somewhere in Pennsylvania, several people who used to live in Centralia get really angry. <laughs> oh, it smolders forever underneath the ground. There's there's coal mines that are burning underground and have been for years. As a Pennsylvania native... I understand. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they char trees into a more pure, burnable substance, and they've been using that to power the factories. Charcoal. We just call it char. 
What's this? All right, that works. That works too. So, we just need to stop the influx. They bring it downstream. Hmm. How are we gonna do that? Uh, well, I thought we could divert the river, but that would create a lot of damage downstream. So, I thought we'd go up the river, maybe with a paddle this time. Last plan didn't work out so well. And find the people making the char and convince them to stop doing it. Hmm. Are they barbarians who do it? Don't think so. Hmm. Okay. Haven't met them. Last I heard, they started getting it out of one of the swamps. That's pretty soggy. Yeah, well. So what do the people in the cities do? Breathe smog, wear horrible clothing. I mean... storefronts. And wait, swamps? Yep. Which swamp? Um... Trying to remember it. Is it a magic swamp that makes methods? Was it swampland? No. No. Badlands? No. No. Bad swamp? Uh, wetlands? No. No, that place is protected. Um, Swambata? Yeah, that's the place! <sighs> How terrible is that one? How terrible is that option? Remember I said the Xenolites help by putting people to rest? Uh-huh. Some people like to be buried in swamps? Swambata's full of people who didn't want to be put to rest. What does that mean? Undead? Something like that. So, you're telling me that right now, the char that the factories are using is not from forests, but it's from one of the more heavily haunted swamps on the planet. And that would explain the methods. Is that bad? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm coming with you. Oh. Who's gonna run your shop? Uh, Mori goes over to the door, takes the sign that says, sorry, we're closed. We turns it so it says, yes, we're open. And comes back. Hmm. Keep in mind, you're on the inside, so the outside now yeah. says, sorry, we're yes. closed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just pay me a week's worth of rent. So... I'm good for a little while, and it sounds like you need somebody competent with you. And when she says that, she looks directly at Ebenezer, who is not (laughs) noticing because he's drinking his coffee. Mm, At least it would be advantageous to be with someone with a better time sense. Wait, no, he's not drinking his coffee. He's holding up Navix's cup to Navix. Aww. Yum. Navix, give me a, um, give me a dexterity check. Check. Just a check. Okay. Just a check. Because you're, you're not uh, trying to avoid damage. 15. Okay. So, with a 15, you are able to successfully drink the coffee at the rate that is being poured at you. <laughs> <laughs> also, you are now under the effect of a haste spell. Ooh. Because you just drank about a tenth of your body weight in coffee. In two minutes, you're really going to want a litter box. I'm going to crash. No, no. You're going to... Chris, I'm crash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate you. No, you don't. Also, I appreciate the opportunity for a Doctor Who reference. Anyway, what is this? <laughs> oh, no. Dang it, Ellie. Deza has inspiration now. Um, yes, this GIF, <laughs> but we replace that with a coffee cup, and the scale is about right. <laughs> that is Navix's experience drinking coffee as a cat. Tune, tune in two weeks from now when Navix wild shapes into a mouse 
and just swims into the carafe. Oh no! <laughs> for, and then from, does the hey, I sorry. feel like Speedy Gonzalez mouse. Well, under the effects of haste, that apparently speeds up Navix's ability to drink coffee. So you just see a splash on the surface of the carafe, and then from the outside of the glass carafe, you see the coffee level go down and down and down and down and down until all that remains is Navix. I feel like this is an abuse of wild shape. It's creative use of game mechanics. Yay! Creative abuse of game mechanics. Actually, there's no game mechanics involved with this whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Other than the yes and game mechanic. But moving forward. Always moving forward. Moving right on. But we keep changing directions, so we're not getting anywhere. (laughs) Always moving forward. Still can't find reverse. I know that song. (laughs) Uh, Navix, by the way, you've got about... A minute and a half until Wild Chip wears off. You spent a lot of time eating breakfast and plotting. Did I get a short rest? You have gotten a short rest. You, you've been in here long enough that I'm, I will say you all got a short rest. So all the warlocks got okay. their spell slots back. And the druid got his wild shapes back. <laughs> Hold on, I think I have a... I'm going to do it right. I think Navix I have something. Off the, off his shoulder. Arcane recovery! I can get... A first level spell slot back. And then the plot did not move forward until they all got a long rest, making the short rest irrelevant. Uh, We're getting a long rest now? <laughs> no. Okay. Not right I think I screwed anyway. up the short rest, so I don't, I don't know what I did. It's fine. It's, okay. it's all fine. Everything's fine here. We're all fine. <laughs> all right. Uh, I Nav- Navix does that stretch thing that cats do where they stretch their front legs out. And then the, the as the wild shape wears off, he's just standing up straight, stretching. Well, that was fun. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Anyway, um, let me pack. Do you need more than a week's worth of of rent? She goes over, grabs a, a small paper bag, like the kind that one would get muffins placed in if they bought some things from bakery, puts a few muffins in it, and says, right, okay, let's go. Okay. All right, and on your way out the door, she breaks off a part of the door frame. And now has a staff. Oh, wow. Convenient. It actually broke off a while ago. Inertia was the only thing holding it up. And now you have a staff. Yes. I've been using it to threaten the the local children who throw rocks at the windows. Oh. Well, the windows are still there, so I guess... Tell them to get off your lawn. I don't have a lawn. I live in a city, a very polluted city where nothing grows. You should say it anyway. I'd say that you could put Navix on top and have him growl at the children, but he'd probably eat them if they're mammals. Not wrong. I'm not sure he'd limit himself to mammals. Also not wrong. Do you have non-mammal children around? Mm, Not that I'm aware of, I hope. I'm pretty sure they're mostly like humans and elves and orcs and dwarves. We've seen some of those. I imagine so. We're all over the planet, even the wastes. Mm. And all living together. Well, yeah. And by the way, you're saying this as you're walking. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think yes. So, um, it just occurred to me, which way are we going? Upstream! Yes, yes, I heard that. But most of our companions would have a hard time going through the city to the docks to get a boat to go upriver. So, are we making a beeline for the river and finding a boat outside of the city? Or are we going around the entire city? Or 
I don't know. Do you have the ability to fly and haven't told us? No. Point at Navix. That is a more powerful spell than I am capable of casting. There are spells that do that? That let you fly? Yes. But I cannot cast them. I do not think Neither. a hovering disc would improve matters. It would probably draw more attention as if being kobolds, mm-hmm. I think you said, uh-huh. um, would not kobolds. draw enough attention as it is. All right. So which way are we going? I guess we go around the city. Well, I can't go through it. I think we're going to draw too much attention, I guess. All right. Well, it'll be a long walk, but we can do it. Or I suppose if you have some rope, you can put fake leashes on some of us. I'd rather not. Mm. Me too. Okay, so we're going to take a walk. Somewhere on Circulus, Ryan and Burp are somewhere, and Burp is being restrained with some type of harness. (laughs) Totally. And either that or Ryan is, is swinging Burp around on the end of a rope and Burp is going wee and is about to be launched at bandits or something. Well, These are mutually compatible options. They you are. You say this like they're two separate circles on the Venn diagram, but in fact they are just one circle. <laughs> one circle that has an S bar in the middle and a goblet describing the uh, perimeter. At, at some point... Burp is thrown and not able to be pulled back for another toss after biting someone's face because they grapple Burp and they're about to hit Burp and that's when suddenly Burp turns into a armored Asimar. <laughs> Again. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> Reasons. And it's you know what? something that you need to reconsider your life choices. Not that there's much of a life left to consider at this point. Because <laughs> Goblin to the face followed by Asimar to the face is... Um, Powerful. <laughs> yeah. Either of those is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Especially if the Goblin is raging. So <clears throat> on that note, this non-combat but rather chaotic session <laughs> is coming to a close. That's where we're going to end it for today. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for playing. My name is Crash. I've been your demonstrating. I was joined tonight by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Beth, Ellie, Eo, and Jen. Who wants to plug a thing? Eo's mom writes books at elizabeth-mccoy.com. There will be links to all of the places you can get them. And speaking of books... Um, my website is bookofshun.net, and it's got a lot of gaming stuff and some book reviews and whatever else I put there. And I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast at shatteredsoulstone.com. New episodes come out every Saturday, and I forgot to actually put that on social media this time, so I'll be doing that soon. And speaking of podcasts... Um, I do a fortnightly nerd podcast, uh, Coast to Coast Expanded Universe, where we talk about pretty much anything nerd. Comic books, video games, movies, D&D, all the things. Um, you can find us at tctceu.com. And... Aren't you potentially getting a new domain soon? That's I remember that conversation. Maybe not soon, but the, we 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 mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but possibly because uh, that I, domain name sucks. I remember the conversation involving someone emphatically saying, "I will buy you a new domain." 
I believe that was me that said that, but it's me that currently owns the domain anyway, so. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and we have a Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash Chicago Gaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Mickey, Shen Shen, Walter, and patron emeritus, Cindy. And hey, you, you don't have to be a patron. I mean, the episodes are out there for free, but if you like what you're hearing, um, do us a favor and tell other people about the recordings because, you know, cool things should be shared. Uh-huh. We don't pay for advertising or anything, so <laughs> it's pretty much the only way that we'll, we'll gain people listening beyond um, the small circle of friends. Uh, so, until next time, this is Crash saying, wait, so you're from space. There's kobolds in space. Not a new concept. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> night.